0: This is H.P.R. episode 2669 entitled Additional Ancillary Bash Tips, 12, and is part of the series Bash Scripting. It is hosted by Dave Morris and is about 28 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is Making Decisions in Bash, Part 4.
1: This episode of H.P.R. is brought to you by Archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to Archive.org forward slash donate. We'll mm-hmm.
0: Hello everybody, this is Dave Morris, and welcome, as usual, to Hacker Public Radio. So I'm doing another show today about making decisions in Bash. And this is the 12th episode in the Bash Tips subseries, and it's the fourth of a group of shows about this subject of making decisions in Bash. In the last three episodes, we saw the types of tests that Bash provides... We looked briefly at some of the commands that use these tests. We looked at conditional expressions and all of the operators Bash provides to do it. And we concentrated on string comparisons which use glob and extended glob patterns, which was a novelty as far as I was concerned, I have to say. I hadn't really appreciated that that was a a capability until I uh, dug into it. But this time we want to look at the other form of string comparison using regular expressions. Now the regular expression feature appeared in Bash around 2004 in Bash version 3. They can only be used in extended tests. That's the ones where you use double square brackets around your expression. And it took a few sub versions of Bash before this regular expression feature stabilized. This is me looking back through the history uh, of uh, what happened. So it's just to warn you that if you are researching the subject and find old uh, regular expression examples, make sure that what you're looking at refers to versions greater than 3.2. So in order to use regular expressions you uh, use a new operator which is an equals followed by a tilde. And that's used in other languages Perl is one that springs to mind but uh, that's that seems to have been accepted as a regular expression operator the string of the variable to be matched usually be, be a variable of course is on the left side of the operator the equal, equals tilde operator and the regular expression on the s- itself is on the right it's never the other way around so I've got first of all an, a simple example of the use of a regular expression in bash and of course I'm Referring forward to things I'm going to explain a bit later on. So my example is an if statement, an if command, followed by an extended expression, an extended test. And inside the double square brackets, we're comparing a variable called server. So it's $server equals tilde. And then it's being compared against a regular expression. And that regular expression is checking to see whether the server contains either hackerpublicradio.org or hobbypublicradio.org and if either of them match then the if command outputs an echo this is HPR. Now things to note here again I'm referring forward, the regular expression is not enclosed in quotes and it was the same when we looked at the glob and extended glob patterns in the last episode Putting them putting the expression in quotes will of either sort will cause it to be treated as a string and not as the regular expression in this particular case it begins with a carrot or a you call that thing circumflex which anchors it to the start of the text and inside afterwards after this um, carrot is a two alternative subexpressions which are enclosed in parentheses with a vertical bar between them so the two strings are hacker and hobby so you're prepared to deal with a with a string that begins with either hacker or hobby then it's followed by public radio there's a full stop before org and because that's a regular expression meta character it needs to be escaped with a backslash the regular expression ends with a dollar which anchors it to the end of the the text the return value of this comparison returns zero which is true if the string matches the pattern and one which is false otherwise the regular expression if it's syntactically incorrect then you get a return value of two which is also false but you could find out more about it from the value if if you needed to you can make it case insensitive by using the shell option no case match we mentioned this this is this is very similar to the things we talked about last time uh, with regard to glob patterns so again I was saying here that if you enclose the regular expression in quotes then it's treated as a string not a regular expression so that's a little little different from what you will find in other languages. A common convention is to store the regular expression in a bash variable and then use it as the right hand side of the expression. And this allows a regular expression to be built without worrying about the characters it contains being things that have another significance to bash. Things like an exclamation mark or a backslash and indeed parentheses can cause bash some problems. If, as you declare the variable, as you define the variable, it's enclosed in quotes, then, uh, then all of those problems go away. When you use the variable, if you enclose that in quotes, then it's the same problem as before. It treats the expression as a string, not as a regular expression. Now, it says in the documentation that if any part of the regular expression is quoted, then that part is treated as a string. The, the actual quote from the, the GNU Bash manual is... Any part of the pattern may be quoted to force the quoted portion to be matched as a string. Now, you would expect this to allow regular expression meta-characters to be used literally inside these quotes, but I've not managed to get this to work, and I haven't found any advice while researching it. I've not found anybody who's managed to get this to work, nor indeed who've even bothered to try, as far as I can see. So I thought what I'd do at this point was... To put together a, a script which tests the setup, I did this for my own purposes in the in the first instance, and I thought that might be useful um, for you to uh, to look at. You can download it. It's called bash12_ex1.sh, and it's all linked in the long show notes, of course. So this is a complete standalone script, and it does the thing of comparing a, a server with. Either the hacker or hobby public radio so it begins with a declaration of a variable called server to contain hacker dot then there's a, a for loop which sets a variable re i tend to use re throughout these things just as a shorthand for regular expression and that's followed by in and then there's a list of strings And each of these strings is a regular expression. There are three of them and they do different things. So the first one is the regular expression we saw earlier on. The second one, in the second one, is enclosed in single quotes, but the full stop, the dot or period um, before ORG is enclosed in double quotes. The third one is enclosed in double quotes, but the, the dot is enclosed in single quotes. So that's a list of things to set RE to. The next line is the DO line. Then inside the body of this loop we echo the regular expression we're actually using. Then we do the test. So it's again a case of IF and then in double square brackets $server equals tilde. Dollar re remember re is that value that's being set to a list of regular expressions close double brackets semicolon then echo this is hbr else echo no match fi to close the if then done to close the loop so if you run this you get back using regular expression and then it shows the first one and it says this is hbr so it matched that first one then it uses the second one and it says no match and the third one no match at the moment. I don't understand this. If you, if you uh, want to have a go at playing around with it, and making it work, then please do so and let us know the outcome. Because I would really like to know what that um, what what that de- definition in the documentation is trying to say. It makes little sense to me. Well, it makes sense, but it doesn't doesn't work. Let's look at regular expression syntax then. Now. If you've been following some of my other shows, I've done a series of shows on SED um, and I'm currently doing a series with Be Easy on Orc. They both have regular expressions in them and we've talked about the operators and so forth in them and this is similar but not the same. needs me to talk about it a bit but I'm going to fly through it fairly rapidly. I've got a table of all of the expressions that uh, that you can use, the operators to be more precise, that you can use in a regular expression. So what is a regular expression? It's a pattern that describes a set of strings. Regular expressions are constructed in a similar way to arithmetic expressions by using various operators to combine smaller expressions. Fundamental building blocks are the regular expressions, the components that match a single character. Most characters, including all letters and digits, are regular expressions that match themselves. So putting an A, a letter A, in a regular expression means match an A. Pretty obvious. There are meta characters that do other things, as we'll see in a moment. But if you want to treat that meta character in a non-meta way, then you proceed with a backslash. Slightly confusingly, some regular expression operators contain backslashes, begin with backslashes. And uh, that that's just worth bearing in mind. And as I was alluding to before, there are various types of regular expressions used by the various tools and programming languages. So sed and orc are different. Bash regular expressions use a form called extended regular expressions, usually written as E-R-E in capitals. And I've got a list of all the meta characters. You'll, you'll also find E-R-E type expressions in grep. If you do use grep space minus capital e then the regular expression that you use there would be ere style that's what the e stands for let's whiz through the list of operators and what they do so the first one is the dot or full stop which just represents a single character then we're into modifiers first one is the asterisk it modifies the item to the left and it means that the item matches zero or more times. Question mark is the next one another modifier and they always modify to the left. That means the item matches zero or one time. Plus modifies again and it matches one or more time. Then we get into modifiers which consist of numbers in curly brackets. So open curly bracket then a number close curly bracket means it modifies the expression before it to match exactly that number of times. If you write it as c- open curly bracket number comma nothing close curly bracket then it means match that number or more times. I'll just use n and m to refer to these numbers from now on as I've done in the, in the text. Open curly bracket n comma m close curly bracket means make the item to the left match between n and m times so one comma three would be between one and three times the next one I'm not sure it's legal but it works is open curly bracket then nothing or a space if you wish comma m so it's it means between zero and m times so comma three means between zero and three times just to save you typing the zero, I suppose. But uh, I'm not sure I'd recommend it. I just put it in there because I typed it by accident and it worked. We've already seen the caret, which anchors the the expression to the start of the line. It's referred to as matching the null character. It's is a sort of virtual character considered to be at the start of the line. Dollar does the same sort of thing for the end of the line. Then there's a sort of range or a set enclosed in square brackets single square brackets these are a list of letters so you might put a b c or something in there but you can also use ranges like a hyphen c which means everything from the first letter to the last letter and it can be digits as well we've seen these in other contexts if you've if you've listened to any of my other shows the vertical bar separates two regular expressions and is used to um present two things or multiple things that might be alternatives in a a match and parentheses can enclose multiple alternative regular expressions it groups regular expressions together which you can use in in um, alternatives and in other contexts as we'll see then we come to some of the backslashed ones backslash lowercase b matches the empty string at the edge of a word it's either edge either at the front or at the back Backslash capital B matches the empty string, provided it's not at the edge of a word. So I've never used that. So it seems a little odd. I think it's more that um, if you if you want to signal something in the middle of a word, you could use that. But uh, like I say, I've not really used it. I've not seen it being used very much. I should have done some examples of it, and I didn't. Sorry about that. Anyway. The last two are backslash and the less than sign, and that matches the empty string at the beginning of a word. And backslash greater than sign matches the empty string at the end of a word. These are very very similar to what's what's uh, used in sed and grep. As uh, and awk and grep, of course, as grep grep includes these. So that's pretty much my summary of regular expression. So what I want to do now is to dive into some examples that you can um, ponder and uh, see how you use this stuff because it's pretty dry until you actually see some some working examples. What I've tried to do is to generate entire scripts that you can run for yourself and they're all downloadable. So one of the things you, you're often wanting to do is to match a blank line or a, a line which only contains spaces, or indeed white space is the term, and you would do that by a regular expression that consists of a carrot followed by a dollar, which means a line that contains nothing just a start and an end. You might put after the the, the carrot a thing that represents a number of spaces, you could actually put a space and then an asterisk means zero to, to as many as you want spaces. But I've, what I've used here is a a different format, which I'll go into a little bit more detail on about it, about later. But it, it consists of square bracket, pair of square brackets, so it's one of these set type thing. And inside it is a thing called a character class, which consists of another pair of square brackets and inside it, there's a word with a colon each end of it. So in this case, it's open square bracket, colon, blank, colon, close square bracket. So that's a, a special character class which represents characters which are referred to as white space. So it's things like a space and a tab. So here's my downloadable script. It's called bash12 underscore ex2 dot sh. And... It's got in it a declaration of a definition of a regular expression, which has got a caret at the front and a dollar at the end. Then it's got two character classes in it. The first one is two open square brackets, colon, digit, colon, two closed square brackets. So that's a character class inside a set. And follow that with a plus. And what digit means is uh, any numbers 0 to, to 9. There's a bit more to it than that, but uh, we'll, uh, I'll leave that for the moment. That's followed by the, the blank that we've already seen. That's followed by an asterisk. So what you're trying to do there is to match a line that consists of uh, any number of one to, to more digits at the beginning, followed by any number of, including zero, blanks, white spaces. Then there's a, a while loop, and the while, the, the test part of the while is read-r hyphen line, So it's reading into a variable called line and it's using minus r because it disables the treatment of backslashes where backslash might mean, backslash n might mean a new line or whatever. It turns that off. The the done part of this while, we have a redirection. So it's a less than sign, which means the information is to come from whatever's on the right-hand side of that. And what we have the right-hand side is a process substitution which we looked at in a, in an earlier show which consists of a less than sign and then a thing in parentheses the thing in parentheses is cat space minus lowercase n space then in double quotes dollar zero what it's doing there is catting whatever dollar zero is with numbers dollar zero is the name of the script that you're running so inside the loop we do a test in extended an extended test with the double brackets we compare dollar line equal tilde dollar re and we're using one of these command list type things so after the two closed square brackets we've got two ampersands and then continue so if the line matches the regular expression that we declared and saved in the variable re then we will continue continue is a command that causes a loop to skip any further commands within it go to the to the end and then loop further continue the loop and after this we've got echo and we're echoing the variable line that's followed by an example of running it simply run this this um, script and all it does is it uh, prints out itself but it prints it out without blank line and the reason we added a digit number of digits at the beginning of the regular expressions because we use cat minus n to cause the the lines to be numbered and you can see that you you get line one you don't get line two because it's blank you get line three four five six not seven because it's blank and so forth so the overall effect is to print all the lines which are not blank not blank after the line number that is so what i did because I've introduced this character class business, we, we've, we've seen it in passing in other contexts. But I've got hold of a table, which I, I borrowed from a website, and uh, put into the notes here. There's a reference to where I got it from. POSIX, this is part of the POSIX specification. The character classes such as the square brackets, colon, digit, colon, close square brackets. And they're in an appendix at the end of this. Of these notes, so hopefully, you'll find that useful. So, example two then tried to make something with a few more regular expression operators in it, and this time I've got an expression which begins with a backslash less than which matches the style of a word, a dot followed by in curly brackets four comma close square bracket. Then we've got square brackets TL, I should say that that curly bracket thing matches four or more characters. The TL matches either the letter T or the letter L. Follow that with ING and then a backslash greater than which matches the end of the word. So what we're doing here is we're trying to match words ending in ING with it where the ING is preceded by a T or an L. So ting or ling with four more letters preceding it, four more characters to be exact. And the script uses the dictionary in user share dict words, as I've done before in other scripts, to uh, to process. So bash12ex3.sh is the script, and it's pretty simple. Apart from that regular expression I just went through, it's got a, a loop which reads from... A process substitution, and in the process substitution, we're using the shuff command, which I've used before. We're using the argument minus n 100, which means shuffle. shuff is for, for getting random words from a file, random lines from a file, and the minus n option requests the number. And the file is user share dict words. So, what that loop is doing is it's grabbing 100 words from that um, dictionary file and it's feeding it to the same sort of regular expression um, in an if type thing and it's echoing the, the line if it uh, if it matches. So I won't go into further details because it's similar to the previous one in that respect. So I ran it for testing purposes and it came back with three words which were air mailing, end of L-I-N-G, and is long enough, squinting and intersecting they could use that to generate um, you know, the horse battery, whatever it is, <laughs> uh, um, passphrase thing that uh, was quite popular at one point. So we, we, we stored the regular expression in a variable, and I just made the note that, as I said before, it's wise to do that. But in this particular case, there are characters in that regular expression which would have been mis- misinterpreted by Bash and I tested it without, and the, the expression effectively doesn't work. At least I couldn't get it to work. I'm sure there's some combination of backslashes or something in there that would make it work, but the simplest thing is just to put it in a variable. Example 3, again, it nothing, nothing world-shattering, but this one is a script which checks a, an argument that you give it, and it checks to see that it's a properly formatted ISO 8601 date which consists of four-digit year hyphen two-digit month two-digit day with hyphens in between. So the regular expression in this case it consists of a circumflex or a carrot followed by in square brackets zero hyphen nine. We could have used that digit character class but seems a sort little of laborious for, for this sort of case. Close square brackets then follow that with in, in curly brackets four. So we're looking for a four digit number. That's the year. Then in parentheses we have a hyphen because that's what's going to fo- follow the four 4 digit year. And Then in square bracket zero hyphen nine square bracket. Then that's followed by in curly brackets two. So we're looking for two digits at that point. And then we close the parentheses because we're going to do that twice. And then we after the parent the close parenthesis we have a in curly brackets a, a two and then the the dollar for the end of line so it's just a shorthand way of saying we want four digits a hyphen two digits and a hyphen and two digits and because the the hyphen and two digits part is repeated we can put it in parentheses and add a repeat count on the end of it so the other thing in the script is that the next bit of it contains an if, which checks the variable dollar $hash, which is a, a universal thing that you find in all scripts, which is the count of arguments. We want one argument, and if that's not equal to one, then nobody's given us an argument. So, or well, they've given us too many. So we, we echo a usage message which says how to use the, the script. Um, it will echo the name of the script followed by ISO 8601 date then that's followed by an exit 1 so it causes the script to exit with a, an error flag in case you used it wrongly then assuming everything's good you just compare dollar $1 which is the first argument that you give it with the regular expression that was created earlier and if, if it matches then it's a valid date if it doesn't match it's not a valid date and there's a few examples of running it further down which, wait, uh, simply type the command bash 12 hyphen underscore, I should say, ex4.sh with no argument that comes back and says, now this is how to use Then I did one with 2018 hyphen 09 hyphen xx. And it comes back and says, no, that's not valid because the xx. And then I gave it today's date, actually, the 15th of September. And it says it's a valid date. Example 4 is quite similar to the previous one, and this time we're checking that an IP address in version 4 style IP address is valid, and give that as an argument. But it does a bit more sophisticated validation than example 3, but I just put that in for a of interest it's not a regular expression type thing and there are ways that you could use a regular expression in this context but we we're going to deal with how you do that next time so the regular expression in this case because an ip address consists of four groups of one to three digits and the digits have to be the numbers i should say should be in the range 0 to 255 and each group is separated from the, the other one by a dot So that turns into a regular expression, which consists of a a caret, open parenthesis, in square brackets, zero, hyphen, nine, close square brackets, and then in curly brackets, one, comma, three. So that's one to three digits. Then follow that with the full stop preceded by a backslash, close parenthesis, and then follow that with, in curly brackets, three. So we're going to have three of those, three of these three up to three digit numbers with a full stop after each one and do that three times and that's followed by zero to nine uh one to three of them and that that makes the the group of four so that's pretty simple regular expression again we're checking to see that the scripts have been called with with one argument and uh, putting out a usage message otherwise and then the the next thing is an if statement which compares dollar 1 with the expression. So if if it matches then we do a bit more testing. If it doesn't match then we simply say it's not a valid IP address. So the thing that's being done inside the the true branch, the one where it does match, what it looks if it matches, it matches the regular expression is a for loop where we set a variable d to the contents of Dollar $1 after it's been processed with parameter substitution. The pr- parameter substitution used is that the full stops are replaced by spaces so the for loop sees four numbers separated by spaces and will we'll iterate through them. So for each one we test it to see in a, an extended test whether it's less than 0 or it's greater than 255 and if that's true. Then we echo a message to say that it's not a valid IP address, and we we say which number in the, the four group four groups is invalid, and then exit with an a one as an error. Uh, but if that passes, then we can just echo with the fact that the IP address is valid. So I ran a little test on this. Ran it without an argument just to prove that it the right thing there. I ran it with 192.168.0. It says that's not valid because there's a missing group of digits on the end, missing number on the end. Gave it 192.168.05 and that's valid. And then I tried it 192.168.0.256 and it says it's not a valid IP address because it contains 256 which is out of range. So that's downloadable as bash 12 underscore ex5.sh so that's my set of examples and next time we're going to finish this whole um, subsection by looking at how you can do capture groups inside bash's regular expressions We've seen these in the context of sed and organ. So parentheses are used either to define alternatives or to allow a modifier to apply to sub-expressions, as we've already seen. But they also define capture groups, and uh, we've seen this before, if you've been following my series. So we'll look at this next time, and that's, uh, that's all we're going to do this time. Okay, bye. <laughs>